2: you're right we got
0: this
1: welcome everybody hello this is very exciting hal this is very exciting i finally the crossover is happening people are like yeah you host we got this you host tights and fights when are the tights and fights people are going to be and we got this first of all quiet Settle down. Second of all, here's Lindsay Kelk.
2: Yay, that's me. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. I'm so excited. Um,
1: Yes. Not only are you a member of the Nation of Conversation, but also you host another podcast of your own called Full Coverage Beauty Podcast. I do. And you're an accomplished author.
2: Allegedly, yes.
1: The the iHeart books,
2: children's books. So many books.
1: So many books. Yep. And yet, I gave you our entire list of topics (laughs) and you uh, among the ones you chose were best star wars droid yes why
2: uh because i also love star wars fair enough and I like to talk about it with
0: people. <laughs> well, Mark, well, that's exactly what we are here for. That's amazing. Uh is to talk about stories. I gotta say, um, I I had heard that Tights and Fights existed, but I didn't believe it until now.
2: It does <laughs> um, sound like the kind of thing someone would make up. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was I was vaguely aware of Hal having another significant other in the podcast realm. <laughs> Um, and I will try not to hold it against you, Lindsay. Like, I
2: think we're just this IP, so it's okay. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Please. I'm coming home take, to you, Mark. He didn't take us out on Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, he didn't even take his wife out on Valentine's Day. He took me out. It was awkward for everybody. <laughs> yeah.
1: Remember we recorded uh, while we were on that gondola and Jennifer was just standing on the shore with her arms crossed? <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> for Jennifer, wasn't and I. it?
0: Yeah, oh it really God. was. Well, yeah, conflict is romantic, and I'm trying to sow the seeds of conflict. <laughs> Speaking of sowing the seeds of conflict, let's get in a great big, uh not tights, but possible fight about droids. Yeah,
1: let's do it. First of all, this was suggested by Maya via email. Thank you. Hi, Maya, Maya and thank you. Appreciate it. Don't know when it was suggested? Maybe years ago at this point, <laughs> but we finally got to. This is our first Star Wars topic in a while. It is. Also, uh, is it our
0: first email topic in a while? Because I remember there was like a two year period where you just had not checked the email for the show and I don't even know how to log into it. And then you texted me or called me and were like, Hey man, um, so I just, I just got into the email for the show and wow, there's a lot of, lot of questions in here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, you're about to get that call from me again soon. (laughs) Oh, great. I guarantee you that. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, this is, uh, you, when I texted you that Lindsay had selected this, you were like, well, this is a two horse race. And I think that's incorrect. I think it's a three horse race. But I think, uh, it's potentially a four
0: horse race. Four
2: horses? Controversial. Practically the Grand National.
1: Let's, wait, I want to hear Lindsay. Um, pestilence, death. (laughs) (laughs) Um,. What, you know, Famine. Lindsay, you have a handle on three of the horses.
2: I do. Clearly. I would assume the three key horses are going to be R2-D2, C3PO, and BB-8.
1: Yes, but what what do you think the fourth is? I don't want Mark to reveal it just yet. I
2: don't know. It could be that wacky droid that we just chatted about from Solo.
1: Oh, you mean uh
2: whose name I don't know? L L337. Because oh, I have not watched Solo, which I'm sure we're going to get into. Um But there's also a cool droid in Rogue One.
1: K two S O. Yeah, I think that's the K two S O is.
2: Yeah, it's like Drax in droid form. Yeah, that... we didn't enjoy. Okay,
1: that. so there are. So it's a five horse race.
2: I'm very happy I to don't discount. Th- so I
1: don't think L three thirty seven needs to be
0: L three thirty seven. She's the she's the she becomes the Millennium Falcon. All right, that's a good point. All right, guys, can I, can I just ask a quick question since we're about to do a Star Wars episode? <laughs> uh huh. I, I still, and maybe this is a whole other topic. I think it's just the fact that Harrison Ford in an American accent said Falcon in the first movie. Um, so as an American voice, uh, do I call it the Millennium Falcon? And H- Harrison Ford was just uh, slightly wrong.
2: I don't know. What Do, do you, I have what do call to call it? it? Do I have uh, to call it, I, it the Millennium, I, Falcon? Millennium
0: Falcon? Oh, see, Falcon's yeah, but you're Falcon. English. I think
2: I say Falcon. Yeah. But then I don't know anymore, because I've been in America so long, I say words differently and don't remember how I used to say them.
1: What is one, what's an example of that?
2: Um, I can never remember router or router anymore, or route, because we would say root in England, mm-hmm. and here it's route, and I say route without even thinking. Um, I say like route. Are you, are you
0: reverse schedule, Madonna-ing? Oh. Yes.
2: I am doing a reverse Madonna.
1: <laughs> wow. Which
2: actually sounds fine. Yeah. <laughs> actually sounds fine. Okay. She
1: does one of those in the Justify My Love video as well. She does like three of them. It's very uh, uncomfortable to watch.
2: With your family. Yeah, yeah, with your family. Mom, leave the room. Watch your music videos.
1: Oh, uh, God. Before we talk about these five, mm-hmm. we can put L337 in there. It makes sense. She is the Falcon.
0: Yeah. And she also is, uh, is the only one fighting for droid
1: rights. That's true. She is she's a yeah. pioneer in Droid rights. Doesn't seem to uh, work out so well based on what happens <laughs> later on. Still a lot of great. That's you know, very involved. true. Fighting
2: for your rights never works out in movies, and I, I don't want to go off topic, but poor Dobby. She's the Dobby of the piece. Oh yeah. Oh, like, oh wow. My God. Is, is
1: the Falcon her sock? Yes. That freezer.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Uh, I once years ago I went to uh, I went to I saw the the Harry Potter Lego sets. Yeah. Uh And there was there was this giant, beautiful Hogwarts castle. They had uh, Hagrid's hut. They had all these beautiful Harry Potter giant Lego things. But I did not have much money that day. And the only one that I could afford to buy was uh, a teeny tiny little one that depicts the scene of Lucius Malfoy giving Dobby a sock. <laughs> How do you build that? Yeah, it is. It's a little platform. And then there's a little, uh, there's a little sock. There's actually a little sock and a tiny book, uh, and a little Harry Potter figure. Look, it's mostly just (laughs) figures. The set is not that elaborate. It's like a high school production of a Harry Potter (laughs) story. It's not as elaborate as the, the, as like buying hogsmeade.
2: Fair enough. I'd still take it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. It was pretty cool. Let's, let's talk. I, before we get to the five, I just want to talk about some of the droids that definitely aren't going to yes. win yes. that we remember fondly.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got 11 extra droids that I'm very excited to talk about. Is,
1: is, no, 10, no 10 extras. Can I Sorry. ask, is one of them the gonk droid from the Jawa Sandcrawler? Of course.
0: Of course <laughs> one of them is the gonk droid. It's just a refrigerator with feet. Yeah. That's basically, and all the, they're batteries, right? The gonks, that's what
1: they are. Is that what they are? Oh you yeah, know you did some research here. I did some... look, I told you I'm I'm I am coming in hot, baby. I'm coming in hot. I assume they were just for either pushing things.
2: <laughs> yeah. They have you seen the um robots they have now in hospitals that deliver paperwork?
1: No. So they look, <laughs> Whoa, like, cool. they look like
2: this droid and it, they they just Send themselves around hospital, and I saw this in South Carolina, so it's like a thing. Yeah, um, and it has a smiley face on it, and it coats in and out of elevators, and it delivers paperwork to different floors. And I was terrified for the first three days of seeing it come because <laughs> it just comes down the hallway, and it looks exactly <laughs> like it. And I was just like, I don't know how to feel about <laughs> this. They're taking over, and they're starting with our hospitals. Uh, but yeah, so it's possibly pushing things around, or it's delivering paperwork to nurses' stations.
0: <laughs> they're like, I like to think that, like a gonk, those are actual batteries. And those go around to all the people who are on uh, assorted, who have assorted life support <laughs> needs, and like
1: just gonna here to recharge you. <laughs> yeah, can we get a hand of the dialysis machine? <laughs> gonk, <laughs> gonk. All right, thanks, Larry.
0: Oh no, we need to defibrillate someone. Get giant gonk, <laughs> gonk. <laughs>
1: Oh. What is one, Lindsay, that you would think of as one that would not be a finalist but that you love? I mean, a droid that stands out.
2: The, I, I always enjoyed the poor little battle droids that suck so hard. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> because I
2: was like, oh, look at them trying. The dumb
1: ones that are Roger, 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 Roger. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know shenanigans are foot because they're just a diversion technique. They're like, oh, they're going to send them off in another direction now. That's why they fight. Right. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, and it doesn't make any sense because the theory is they should be so great because they're so nimble and they have their own um, – Shield, yeah, an impenetrable shield, and they shoot through it. They should be just sure. cleaning sure. And those,
0: yeah, those live <laughs> swan necks.
2: Yeah, that means very elegant. It's a very elegant yeah. droid.
0: They have
1: two guns,
2: but then they just seem so dumb.
0: Yeah. So now, funny. are you talking about? Are you talking about the ones that uh, that like roll and have multiple yeah. legs, like spider legs, and shoot the
1: two guns and have the big yeah, blue the shields around them? With
2: the, uh, yeah. Right. Oh, those the,
1: are the second. Yeah, not the ones that run around. Oh no,
2: they just. They just I'm thinking, yeah, it. not.
1: The ridiculous, the,
0: like, Keystone Cops battle droids. Right. I thought that's what you were talking about. You're
1: talking about the the ones that, that are a little bit harder to kill because they, the, the, they're the ones that, that, uh, Anakin and Qui, Qui Qui-Gon run away from, right? I don't even think they fight (laughs) them. They're like, we should get out of here. These guys have shields.
2: It's, I mean, who wouldn't like their own force field? I would like that. I would love my own force field. It's a good time. I'll take a
1: force field. Could have used it when I had that car accident. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no way to bring oh. it down now. My attorneys will deal with Why it. Don't, don't you just worry. Talk to us about the midwife droids. And, like, really, really mix this
0: up. The midwife droid, uh, she only was there. We only saw her once, right? We only saw
1: her when Amidala was giving birth. I believe
2: yeah
1: so. Ooh, nah. Like, really weird. Like <laughs> Swedish.
2: Yeah. yeah. Swedish? Yeah. Of course.
1: Swedish yeah. midwife. Yeah. It's nice. Seems a little bit odd. I that mean, that was she... is what are
2: talking about when they say people are coming for our jobs? <laughs> this
1: is it. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Midwife is she, droids.
0: I feel like she is, like, even looking at her, she's like, she's like the, uh, the Apple version of the 2-1B surgical droids. Yes. <laughs> They're a little rougher. Those are a little, you know, you can see more of the pistons and wires.
2: Yeah, she's And then in comes those. this
1: elegant midwife droid. It's like, ooh, did Steve Jobs make this one? <laughs> I don't want those other droids treating me the ones that treated Luke. No. Cause they, like, they don't appear to have any bedside manner at all. <laughs> Like their hands are prongs. What happens when you need a colonoscopy? Well
2: yes, but Luke lived and Amadala didn't. So um I don't know.
1: Hey, when you're <laughs> when your solution for everything is dunk him in water, <laughs> put him in the back teen tank, he'll be fine. Maybe if they
2: thought to put Amadala in the Bactine tank, yeah. Well, she might still be around and we would not have had any of the other movies.
1: I realize I'm saying Bactine, and it's Bacta, because Bacteen is an actual thing you put on scrapes and oh, cuts. It
0: is. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking I was thinking of uh th- I'm, you said Bacta. And for some reason I thought of that barbicide I, yes, gel. Yeah. Barbicide. That like blue thing that they keep the combs in. Yeah.
2: yeah which they, I'm pretty sure isn't even a real thing.
1: No, it's not. Right. It's an illusion. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's just scope. It's
2: like the button on the walk signal. Yeah. It does nothing. It does <laughs> absolutely <laughs> nothing.
1: <Yeah. laughs> it should just when you press that button, it should just so, good job. <laughs> good Look at you pressing that button. <laughs> so proud of you. Uh, I want to shout out IG-88. Oh, the big scary one from Empire? Yeah. He's a bounty hunter. Yeah, That's man. a droid who has gone out and made something of itself. <laughs> it's gone out and gotten a job on its own. It works for itself. Yeah, no that it. droid.
2: That's true. A
1: servant of no masters. It's like yeah. Pretty Woman. Like, I say who? I say how much? I say who? That's every day. That's what IG-88 says when it when it focuses one of its lenses yeah. on a mirror. <laughs> it says its oh
2: affirmations every morning. Yeah.
1: it's like one it's obviously good enough and i remember reading like short bounty hunters like Mm -hmm. anthologies i forget uh, his story but it's pretty cool the way you call it it's the same as pretty woman right oh yeah Yeah. absolutely but he's like one of the best bounty hunters in the galaxy and he and he's a droid he happens to be a droid
2: what is his i mean I'm, i'm fascinated as to how he got to where he is because is he did someone program him to want to be a bounty hunter does he have an end goal is he trying to amass a fortune for something or does he just do it for the sheer fun of it? You know, I
1: don't remember and I think for the purposes of this because I know that uh, we'll have listeners will jump yeah, in and be like, here, uh, my um, uncle. yeah, the glasses um, the will rented. be pushed up. <laughs> we'll ju- we're will we just going to go with uh, droids who have been in films. Can okay. we agree to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've, yeah. They have to have appeared in a film, and we're not taking any of their extended universe or comic no, books. which
2: again is why my uncle is currently ringing in, and, and there's no number. But he's calling right now <laughs> to say, I would like to speak to you about what is and isn't canon, yeah. uh, which is my every Christmas. Because,
0: thing. oh my goodness. <laughs> there's that uh, there's that lightsaber droid from, I think it's, is it Clone Wars or uh, Rebels? It's one of the cartoons, but basically uh, they have a droid that's an Ollivander, uh, and he just gives young Jedi's their uh their first lightsaber. How magical!
2: What is going yeah. on with this crossover?
0: Yeah, this I don't know. It. It's amazing. Also, because I just last week watched all the Harry Potter movies, so I think my brain is still in that realm a little bit.
2: That's my every other week. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I fair enough. Uh, what, what's another also around for you, Mark? What else do you have on your list? I would like to give a shout out to. The droid
0: that arguably started the entire hero's quest of A New Hope. And that droid is R5-D4. Oh, yeah. Because if he had not had a bad motivator, Luke never would have gotten R2-D2. Who's probably going to win.
1: And uh, the saga never would have happened. Certainly. uh, Yeah, that was. uh... Do you think R2-D2 sabotaged him?
2: It would be I mean, like R two D two. Yeah, Vintage yeah, he's pretty R2-D2. good at
1: sabotage. He's a dick. You know what? Yeah. It, it just murder another <laughs> droid. No problem at all. He,
2: he is a sociopath. We'll get to that. Yeah, he's well, he had
0: R two D two did have to get Luke to buy him. That's why he was there. Yeah, and and so. and three P O. Yeah. Yeah, it would not surprise me if he actually uh killed R five D four. I would like um, to see I, that comic. War does terrible things to a droid. <laughs> I have a few more on here, uh, that I I think are are worth mentioning. The Mouse Droid.
1: Oh yeah. Which is just basically an R C car. Yeah. That's right. Got scared off by Chewbacca in New Hope. Yeah. They always kind of show up, um, always there. And of course the
0: uh torture ball when um is that a Darth Vader's trying to get Princess Leia. Leia. <laughs> now I sound like... <laughs> when he's when he's trying to get the Princess Leia there, you know.
1: <laughs> Tony Maselli, Jedi yeah. Knight.
0: Yeah. Darth Vader <laughs> <laughs> with Princess Leia.
1: Um,
0: yeah, when he's trying to get information out of her. And then this, this ball just, you know, comes in with needles sticking out of it, aimed at eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a terrifying I droid. Not all droids are good.
2: Dentistry, but... That, oh, as a child, that's where my brain went. They're like, oh, they got the dentist droid in. That's what they
0: do? <laughs> but, oh wow! See, you're a more practical person, Lindsay. My mind went. Possible. Well, clearly, that's the eye needle droid. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess eye I, I stuff are going to do more damage, but I felt like torture was more traditionally dental oriented. I watched yeah, some really strange yeah, yeah, films as a child. So <laughs> sure, like, you saw, you I saw I the really Marathon Man. Yes, I mean, not, but yes. <laughs> it was like seven, but <laughs> still.
1: Uh I have a couple more honorable mentions, but Lindsay, what other honorable mentions do you have? That oh, you can think of um, off off-hand? off the top of
2: my head it's so it's trickier. I I'm not a details person. Sure. <laughs> I'm a bigger picture person. Um I always loved the droids that quite clearly were built the night before in the props department by someone who just only had a trash can. (laughs) You know, like I like those things. And and I'm talking about like episodes four to six. Like I love those shonky practical effects. They're my favorite things. It's like, got a, got a trash can. Got some, got some gray paint. It's not even like silver paint. It's just gray paint. It's like turn it upside yeah. down, put it on top of that remote control car, <laughs> and you've got a character.
1: Congratulations. <laughs> you're a droid. I, yeah. Kenner's going to make so much money off of you. One uh, of my favorite I, things. Here, here are two. One is, uh, TT8LY7. Whoa. That is a lot
0: of, uh, that's a long name for a droid. Does
2: anybody,
1: yeah. anybody want to guess which droid that is?
0: TT8 l 5 Y-7. LY7. LY7. That is- oh, that, that
1: makes a
2: difference. <laughs> I have no
1: idea. Uh, if you go to Jabba's palace and you knock on the door, oh. he pops out and, uh, and he's the doorman. He's Jabba's doorman. Or maybe just the, uh, the, what ring will eventually become is you'll press a button and a globe will come out. Of yeah. What are you doing here? You have to leave. What is his name? His name is t 8 ly 7 I believe. <laughs> I okay. need
2: to keep saying it. T T eight L Y
1: seven, check it in. Uh, but I just I, I love that sort of. He's like a really odd exchange with three PO. I'm still not clear why the door opens. Maybe no. because they say they're a gift from Luke Skywalker. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, I don't even know if they say that. Don't they just say we seek an audience? Maybe he's just bored.
2: Maybe he's just having a yeah. slow day, and it's like a bouncer on a club where it's a slow evening, and you're like, let's just throw this in the mix and see what happens.
1: Yeah, he does just live inside a door. He's yeah. probably happy when anybody's there. Yeah,
2: he's like, let's see, <laughs> let's see you do some work today inside door drawers. Yeah.
1: Oh, must be so nice to walk. <laughs> you enjoy using those legs and wheels. <laughs> you jerks.
2: Open that door. Let him in.
0: And then the gong says,
1: "Whoa, look, feet are all I have." Gong, <laughs> gong. Oh. But then they could be. Let me have something. In.
2: And together they would make a whole droid.
1: Yeah, where's that midnight? <laughs> yeah, <one? laughs> hang on a second,
0: Hal. Did you say gonk gonk? Like is like he's he like he's a Groot? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean he is. Have you ever heard him say anything else? <gasps> gonk, <You can> Only <laughs> say gonk,
2: gonk. Aww. Yeah,
1: he is gonk. gonk. We are gonk. <laughs> Do you have any more uh, any more honorable mentions, uh, Hal or Lindsay? <laughs> one more, EV ninety nine, also working in Java's palace as the foreman and torturer of other droids. And, oh uh, yeah, the one who's says, branding a droid. Yeah, and he has a great voice. So he's like, "You'll serve nicely on the master's sail barge." <laughs> like, how does he know that? Just because? Oh, you have rounded shoulders, and we have a tray that fits you. <laughs> Mind carrying <laughs> drinks around? You're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna teach you the bunny hop. All the droids do every hour.
0: Look, man, he should know. Don't say shoulders around R2-D2. It's a real trigger word. Not
2: cool. Not
1: cool. Not cool. We call them leg
2: rounders. (laughs) They're not shoulders.
1: And don't say neck. Or I'll electrocute you. I can do it.
0: I've done it before. I have one more. I have one more honorable mention I want to throw out there. Uh, That is 3B6RA7. Fake name.
2: (laughs) You're Uh, just making them up now.
0: Now you're just combining letters and numbers. (laughs) 3B6 RA7 sold by Kenner as the Death Star droid even though he was never on the Death Star he was in the Jawa sandcrawler and he was he looked like a uh, like a C3PO like humanoid uh character but he was just the grumpy old man in the Jawa uh holding pen
1: is that the same one that has the face that looks like, um, howdy doody, like a weird marionette face where, the, yes. where it's like,
2: yes, it's got like a funny, it's got mouth. like a
1: weird smile. I'm doing it right now, which is perfect <laughs> for the podcast. The audience, I know. <laughs> believe me, it was a fantastic rendition. And Mark is not in the studio with us, so he can't see it either. So only two thirds of us enjoyed that.
2: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it immensely. And
1: guess I'm sure it was Julian. great.
0: Hi, Julian. Did you enjoy the face, Julian? He wasn't looking. <laughs> he, he wasn't just... looking. <laughs> Lindsay, do you have anyone else or do you want to get into these big five?
2: Um, I was just thinking of the probe droid, I remember. Oh, yes, of course. And I I do remember, like, thinking that was really cool as a kid. Yes. Because anything that could fly Mm -hmm. as a kid. And I know they actually suck because they just blow up. But I I was like, that would be fun to have if you were a kid. You would want a probe droid that you could just send out spy on things because we didn't have drones in the 80s. Yeah, but
0: you'd have to keep buying them, wouldn't you? Because the way that it signals that it's found something is by exploding itself.
2: Well, I assume in this fantasy where I own a probe droid, my resources are endless. And I would (laughs) be able to buy many probe droids. Sure.
1: You have so many credits. (laughs) To be fair. You have that probe droid factory. I'll I'll be the, I'm actually on this one. When they hit it, it self-destructs, uh. so they can't figure out what it is. Yeah. But I also, we never got to see what any of the cool arms did.
2: No. Can you imagine? so many cool arms. Oh,
1: if you just set it loose in a forest, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to take a dirt sample and a water sample and a rock sample and a tree sample. Done.
2: I'm it all back home. And
1: then it takes off. Yeah. Hello, oh. I'm the probe droid. <laughs> I'm going to be in this forest taking samples. I assume it sings. That's yeah. what well, if, I mean he looks he looks. <laughs> yeah. If you run like <laughs> through a a translator, that's what you get. Yeah. Hello everybody, I'm probing <laughs> an ice. You get corner. it you get it singing and
0: collecting samples. <laughs> yeah. Of ice, really. Yeah. It's just collecting ice samples.
1: Oh no, a Wookiee better fire at him. <laughs> Didn't work out well. Sorry, no, sorry, does. Probe droid.
2: Never does. Never oh. fire at a Wookiee.
1: Thank you for thinking. It. Never fired a Wookiee. Rule one. <laughs> That's a business book I had to read in college. Oh, <laughs> Never fired a
2: Wookiee. Syllabus everywhere, guys.
1: Yeah. Forget Who Moved My Cheese. Never fired a Wookiee. That's the real advice that will help you in the corporate world. Wait. What is Who Moved My Cheese? It's a, it's a management book that I read once. Oh, okay. And I cannot remember what it's about. Do you remember it?
2: I, I don't. We didn't have that in England. Uh, but I you're aware it of it. it would have been more along the lines of, please, if you don't mind ever so much, could someone pop my cheese back? would uh, <laughs> 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 be the British response to, to that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I don't I don't know it. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. Fair enough. In I, England, no one would have ever moved your cheese. <laughs> no one would have so done that. So there is no need for that. Yeah.
1: Product. Even the mice are like,
2: <laughs> ever so sorry. <laughs> just go to take a look at me. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, real quickly, just because you're English and we're mentioning cheese. Um, <laughs> no, please. Uh, what, what, is, what is the most ridiculous name for an English cheese that you can think of?
2: Oh, no. There's so many that are ridiculous.
0: There's um, so many great ridiculous names. God,
2: I don't even know. I mean, they, they, they don't. Even seem ridiculous to me because I know them, but I, I've had a lot of people ask me a lot of questions about Wensleydale.
0: Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Most
2: commonly known through Wallace yeah. and Bromit, uh animation because he yeah. loves a bit of Wensleydale. Oh, Dale. sure. Um, wow, well, I don't even know.
0: Wensleydale Dale is pretty Wendley great. Wensleydale's pretty intense.
2: Yeah. I mean, I was uh, even like Red Leicester. It's like, why is it Red Leicester? Like, it's because it's orange <laughs> and it's from Leicester. It doesn't make any sense. It's not from Leicester, it's cheese. <laughs> uh it, we just like nonsensical things it's like throwing extra letters in words for no reason it's a fun thing that we do
0: <laughs> that's all right we take them out when they get here
2: <laughs> yeah. no, i've noticed thank you <laughs> so yeah. much more efficient
1: well let's do this we <laughs> we know what our final five are the final five droids we know who they are so we'll take a quick mm-hmm. break you'll hear from some of the other fine shells on max Bun, maybe even tights and fights Especially if the email we get that week says you can promote whatever other show you want. <laughs> it will definitely be tights and fights. It will always be tights and fights on this show. We'll be right back. How dare you? Ah, huh, fine. It's a fine. You'll hear from them. We'll be right back.
2: Hi, it's Ali Kokesh, one of the cast members of Mission to Zix, a new addition to the Max Fun network. We're blown away by the welcome we've received from Max Fun listeners, telling us you've discovered the show and are binging it hard, supporting us during the drive and just being rad humans all around. Mission to Zix is an improvised, obsessively sound-designed sci-fi comedy epic, following a group of ambassadors as they explore the ass end of space. I play Dar, the 12-foot-tall omnisexual security officer with furry scales, chest talons, and a series of flaps and shoots that are for Yeah, you know what, you'll figure it out. We'd be delighted if you joined our crew aboard the aging sentient starship the Bargerian Jade as we travel the Zix Quadrant, meeting all sorts of weird aliens played by brilliant guest comedians. That's Mission to Zix. ZYXX
1: Welcome everyone to the live wrestling spectacular in Los Angeles. So far,
0: the world's most boring wrestling podcast has been destroying the competition.
1: Isn't there anyone who can save us from this travesty? Wait, could it
2: be? It's Titan Fights, the perfect wrestling podcast.
1: Tights and Fights is here to save us from the monotony of boring wrestling podcasts with hilarious conversations. Woke trips through the history of wrestling. And joke about the finer points of people wearing spandex. What a match! And the Tights and Fights podcast will be back every week. Thursdays on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Please, these hosts have families. Ties and Bites
2: Podcast. Ties and Bites.
0: All right, we're back. I'm going to start my own side piece about um, amateur, amateur wrestling, backyard wrestling. Yeah. It's going to be called it's <laughs>
1: headgear and feet. It's going to be called <laughs> pajamas and loose old mattresses. A trampoline, a trampolines and insurance nightmares.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to throw concussions in there, so thank you for beating me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Moonsaults and
2: ambulances.
1: (laughs) All right.
0: Let's talk about the big five droids. And they are C-3PO, R2-D2, L-337 from Solo, BB-8 from uh, The Force Awakens, and K-2SO
1: from Rogue One. I feel like we can eliminate L-337 right away. Mm-hmm. Even though she does fight for droid rights and even though she is the Millennium Falcon.
0: I mean, mad, mad props to her for becoming the Millennium Falcon, sacrificing herself and becoming part of the ship.
2: Yeah, it's It polite. is a
0: huge, huge part of <laughs> one of the dozen stories.
2: That's polite. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying, she's British, right? <laughs> she so is. It, it all checks out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's one of two British droids who made, <laughs> that's, I, I mean, a full 40% of the final. Pretty, is proud. British.
2: pretty proud right not now. bad we don't wow. know what, what uh bb8 and r2d2 are they could be
1: could that's be, true
2: could be sheffield steel there
1: and i think k2so is also british isn't alan tudyk doing a british accent i thought he was doing sort of a mid-atlantic accent maybe so <laughs> yeah, maybe it is a little mis-
2: both, both countries but
0: certainly british influenced yeah, yeah. You know what he's doing? He's doing a Madonna. Yeah, yeah. he's
2: doing a, four, a straight Madonna. He's doing a forward I, yeah. Madonna.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're doing the reverse Madonna. Uh, K2SO is doing the, the full Madonna.
2: It's that or he did a summer abroad? I, I, it could be. Oh, that. yeah. I'm yeah. not sure.
0: We had, a, we had a guy come back to high school after his summer abroad with a – full on fake Scottish accent and he was in London.
2: Yeah. No, I it's weird because it's not something that happens the other way around. I had friends who went to America for a period of time and they did not come back with an accent, but the other the other way. It always happens.
0: Yeah. 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 No, they just they just said router instead of router.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was it. It's very confusing. I have to talk yeah. to Time Warner sometimes. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I think- a router is a thing that you stick in your toilet. So that uh, isn't it? <laughs> sure, that's like that that big long stick that uh, that that plunges. L- let's talk about droids. Are you really stuffing sticks into your drain? It's supposed <laughs> to be like a. There's snake. a snake. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. not a stick.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, it's
0: a big. There's a stick part. There's a big hollow stick with a s- giant uh, metal rod in it.
1: Let's talk about I don't droids. What? So this know. is an odd gap in your knowledge, considering you did your own wallpaper and like you showed me a time lapse video of you steaming your carpet. Like you're a very handy person, but this. <laughs> You seem to have fallen I am. down. I'm also a very weird person for shooting a time-lapse video
0: of me steaming my uh, carpet. You were so excited to show it. To I thought it was cool. I liked it. I way, really was. Is your
1: bathtub just full of hair? Because it just fills up and you're like, <laughs> let me get that pipe with the, you know, the hollow end in it and I'll just jam it in there. And I think you're talking yeah. about a curtain rod. It's, it's full of
0: hair and some water and industrial junk. You know what it looks like? You know when they fall into that trash? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what that's it looks it. like. Yeah. Back. And that weird yeah. monster pops up. <laughs> Just throw some big pieces of plastic in there and you're all set. That's great. Exactly. Uh, I, K2SO is, is interesting in that he, he is an imperial droid who's been stolen and reprogrammed.
2: Mm-hmm. So he's, mm-hmm.
1: but he's programmed to rebel in a way. Mm-hmm. So he's rebelling against everybody all the time. Yep. Um, and I think he was designed
0: to be sort of comedically on the spectrum.
2: Hmm. Yes. He was a proto Drax. I felt. Yeah. A, a yeah. Element to his. Interesting.
0: Yeah. He does. Yeah. He does have a very Drax thing about him. Yeah. That just totally on the nose. Uh It's really funny. It's a really funny character. Alan Tudyk did a great job mm-hmm. uh voicing him.
1: But ultimately, yeah. w- what makes a droid the best droid? Is it because they are funny? Is it how useful they are? Is it their importance to the overall story? Because in that case, that neither the droid from Solo nor the droid from Rogue <laughs> yeah. One, although he does help steal the Death Star plans, which yeah. is a, an yeah. inciting event in the universe, yeah. neither of them mm-hmm. are as integral as the other three.
2: No.
0: Right. There are no R5D4 with the bad motivator. No. <laughs> right.
1: Becky with the bad motivator.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that yeah. anybody
1: else think of that? Or is that just me? I
2: think been
1: murdered by R2D2. Murdered <laughs> <laughs> by R2D2. That's right. Murdered by R2-D2. <laughs> On his R2-D2. new album, D2. Lemonade. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh,
1: I would listen to that. I'm sorry, L zero M four D three. Oh my god. Um Yeah, I I just don't think he's as integral. No. So so we know our three. Yeah.
2: We got it. Yeah.
1: And also I would argue we know R2. I
2: would conquer.
0: You would conquer but we need to talk about BB eight.
2: Oh. oh I would not conquer, sir. <laughs> oh, I would not go. conquer.
0: Let's let this. Happen. Oh you you think it's you think it's R two D2 and BB eight.
2: Yeah, I do. Because I think Cedric um, a, d- <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think he often is in the way, mm. and I think he brings everyone down. And I-, I
0: really hope, by the way, that that whole word gets bleeped
2: oh, so
0: that our audience who <laughs> what, is hearing your English voice wonders what word you use to describe C-3PO. I
1: mean, it's fine to put it in there, but I kind of think we should bleep it. We'll, we'll <laughs> who knows? That'll be a Ken decision. So it could have been bleeped at this point so or
2: not. exciting. <laughs> sure. So exciting. Um I just never liked C-3PO. have mm. never. And I do feel okay. like if we're saying best, to me, the definition of best is like, it, be, most beloved definitely has to be in there, right? Because otherwise, if you're saying best, you know, what what is your definition of best? That's also very tricky. Because then you do have
0: to bring. Well, we look. We've been doing it for three years, and we haven't figured out what <laughs> best means yet.
2: So I think that has to be an emotional pull, especially when it's something that is so emotive as Star Wars.
1: Yeah, you don't think C three PO is beloved? No, I
2: would just like kill him. Get 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 rid of him. I,
1: I think he is probably <laughs> he is less beloved. Certainly, bet- if if it were between him and R two D two, be R two D two in a walk.
2: Yeah. Because not yeah. only
1: are you – you're probably equally attached to both. But yeah. in terms of usefulness, you yeah. have mm-hmm. uh, R2-D2s, a navigational computer, a mechanic, hot wires, doors. Yeah helps put C-3PO, f- finish putting C-3PO back together. together.
2: He carries information. Yeah. He murders other droids, potentially. Yeah. Uh, I- not canon. <laughs> not canon. <laughs> not,
1: canon <laughs> not canon, but just assumed.
2: Uh, assumed. I, I mean, he has a lot more uses. He's He makes himself a lot more useful than C-3PO, um, who just regularly goes around saying offensive things to people uh and i don't believe he is on the spectrum i believe he is just not very nice yeah yeah no he c-3po snide. is he's is snide is
1: like if woody allen were british in a robot <laughs> like hot like oh my tons God. Of anxiety but I- well also then now then
0: now c-3po is even more problematic if he's Woody Allen. That's right.
1: Well, we don't know what his relationship <laughs> Again, not
2: canon. with that droid was. <laughs> and also, Nick- have you
0: guys seen – by the way, have you seen this website that uh, it show where you can click on um, canon, legend, uh, like it tells you what – which stories are considered oh. canon and which was are – Was written
2: by my uncle?
1: <laughs> yeah. I just oh, – I'm getting
2: really worried because I haven't heard much from him. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been, been hard at work. work. He is a doctor. Like there is no time for this. I was just going to say with c 3 po he's not even really trusted with the mission. Yeah. And he tries to dissuade Luke all the way along, you know, at the beginning at least. he He's just not trusted yeah. with anything. And yeah. He's just kind of a tag along.
1: Yeah, that's right. R2-D2 wants to leave and C-3PO's like, let's stay here. I'm getting an oil bath.
2: Yeah, I enjoy this. This is nice for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. When R2-D2 goes to take a powder from mm-hmm. the moisture farm, C-3PO's <laughs> like, I'm going to stay here and have this bath and then tells on him.
2: Yeah. Immediately,
1: like which is which is helpful, but not in the way that he thinks it is.
2: Yeah, and even when C three PO tries to display the message, he's like, "Oh, he's malfunctioning. It's fine. Ignore yeah. it. Don't look at this. Don't yeah. look at this."
1: Well, wasn't that that wasn't he dobbying at that point, trying to keep Luke out of it? No, I don't think he knew because remember they only erase. Oh, that's they right. Only yeah, erase his memory at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. They're like, have the protocol, its memory erased. Yeah. So R2-D2 mm. is burdened with this horrible yeah. knowledge.
2: Well, R2-D2 who carries that knowledge from his best friend for some years. Not that many, actually. But you think it's loads, but not realistically that many. Yeah. Uh, but he has to hold that knowledge alone and carry that burden alone. He can't even tell his supposed best friend, who will grass him up at any given opportunity. Yeah. And would happily just spend <laughs> his life with Uncle Owen just milking some blue cows, one (laughs) of That's all he ever wanted with his
1: weird flute fingers.
2: That's all he wanted. He just wanted a nice, easy life.
1: I can only pinch the udders with my thumb. (laughs) The (laughs) cows hate me.
2: He does suggest to me that he would (laughs) have opted not to take the hero's journey if he had the choice.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely.
0: He's never. So you're saying that R2-D2 is the one that if it weren't for R2-D2, Luke would just be Luke would not be a thing.
2: I don't know that they wouldn't have found another way to get to him, right? but I don't Mm -hmm. think CKPO helped.
1: That's a good point. He really wasn't greasing the wheel. The The most useful he is is when he negotiates their way out of being eaten by Ewoks. Yes. And even then... Yeah, he is a god to the yeah. Ewoks. But he has to have somebody else. He needs Luke's yeah, help because he, he he's like, I don't know what to say. I <laughs> guess I'll just watch you get eaten. Is that okay? <laughs> is also, that what I should do? It does seem for a minute that
2: he is going to do exactly that. Yeah. Like, you know what? It's been a fun ride, but maybe I'll just stay here and be a god right. and you guys a dinner. <laughs> By
1: the way, as god, are there any blue cows I can milk? <laughs> Oh my oh, dear. he to
2: hang out with Leia. He likes her. Yeah. He's just like, well, oh, Luke, you know what? You've been nothing but trouble. If it weren't for you, I would currently be milking a blue cow.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I'm
2: assuming the cows were blue because the milk is blue, but I don't know. Maybe they just eat something well, blue.
0: Blueberries. Is it the same animal that he gets the blue milk from in the most recent movie? I
2: would like to in think in episode it eight? was that enormous giant thing that he milks in a slightly <laughs> unpleasant and suggestive fashion. We
0: that is see. a that's really unpleasant, unpleasant
2: scene. They're massive. <laughs> I mean, I guess the farm could be huge and they could just be free range and yeah. roaming wildly, but it's a very different. Oh, that's terrain. good. Yeah. So I don't know. It's
1: a little more expensive at Whole Foods yeah. to get the free range yeah,
2: stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yes.
1: But it's worth it. You get a glass bottle that you can uh, get a nickel yeah. for when you bring it yeah. back.
2: Oh, you put a, put, a, <laughs> put a flower in
1: it. Yeah. Or you put a flower in it and put so it on your fancy. desk. I'll say this. We did an episode of this show a
0: long time ago where after an hour of talking about the best superpower, I was convinced that it was the ability to speak a bajillion languages Um for all the good that that could do in the world. But C-3PO has proven to us that even if you have that ability, you're not necessarily going to use it for good in the world. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and I got raked over the coals for that opinion. So, for that reason alone, I am perfectly willing to dunk, uh, C3PO back into that vat, but this time it's not to clean him, it's to, um, it's like the dip from Roger yeah, Rabbit. You know, It'll you're just throw melt a lid him. on that
1: thing. Melting. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> every once in a while we hear like a tink
2: <laughs> dink <laughs> of him trying to
1: get out, but he's not gonna fight oh, that hard. Push you. But as his hand sinks into it, he
0: gives the thumbs up like Terminator. Yeah.
2: He wouldn't even fight. He would no. just be like, oh, okay if I think that's what's best. Oh, <laughs> I guess I'll take this. <laughs> yeah. Also he's massive and that's impractical. Yeah. Do you wanna to have to polish him every weekend? I wouldn't.
1: No. He looks like he's just made of saxophones.
2: <laughs> <laughs> The best description
0: of him I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> C-3PO. C-3PO is an a**hole mm. made of saxophones. Yes. yes.
2: Everyone knows saxophones are a**holes, <laughs> so yeah. it's perfect.
1: Exactly. <laughs> why not perfect. make a droid out of them? They've
2: been forbidden in the, in the Empire, and <laughs> now they just have been made into droids.
1: So now we have R2-D2 and BB-8. Lindsay, why yeah. BB-8?
2: So I, I should just out myself immediately explain that i do even have a bb-8 tattoo
1: you do uh That's
2: which it. i have you do wow best friends we have we have matching bb-8s that we got in in vegas on a bachelor party so maybe that doesn't lend it any credibility but fair um we wanted to did get, you
0: each did you each get a b4? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, Sure. b4 i'll see myself out y'all.
2: <laughs> um no we uh we wanted to get a star wars tattoo and we couldn't decide mm-hmm. and we were going to get a death star an outline of a death star mm-hmm. And then we we're like, that's a bit bit dark. Um, so maybe we'll get a bb And we had only just, it was right after uh, Force Awakens. So we were deeply in uh, BB-8 Lost. And then I got really worried. Cause I'm like, what if he turns out these sucks in the future movies? No such fear. Mm. Because BB-8, so this is my theory, is apart from R2-D2 being a sociopath, R2-D2 <laughs> is like the cat <laughs> and BB-8 is the puppy. Because mm. I feel like R2-D2 will just take himself off. Deal with his own stuff. Might not always seem like it's being super sensible or super safe to other people. It might not even seem like the thing that you want it to do. But he's doing it regardless. And it's all ultimately going to work out for the best. Even in uh, Last Jedi, when he's just like, I'm asleep now. I'm asleep now. Even though you're not, you're just being a person. (laughs) You're just being a cat. Yeah, he's like, I am asleep. Uh, Which is what cats do. Like, You know, it's like, don't bother me. I'm asleep. I'm hiding. I don't want to deal with anyone. I don't want to talk to anyone. I have this super important thing in me that would help you find Luke Skywalker, which could save the day. But nah, I'm good. I'm just (laughs) going to sit here and take a nap. But then BB-8 is constantly out there trying to help, trying to do good things, trying to get back to his master, trying to fix things. Just always with a positive attitude, even with his own little thumbs up. He smashed his own head.
0: That thumbs up is my favorite so moment cute. in the movie.
2: He smashed his own head into the control panel at the start of Last Jedi to yeah. keep him going. Like he's prepared to sacrifice himself. He also jumps into that uh big ship at the end of uh Last Jedi and rescues everyone. Yeah. Like by just killing a bunch of people. Yep. But for the greater good. So this is where I feel like BB eight is a much more self sacrificing. Greater good, droid. Mm-hmm. Whereas R two D two is on his mission and he does want to help and he does want to solve the problem, but he's going to do it in his own cat like ways.
1: Do you think though uh he is willing because he does get electrocuted a couple times trying to do I'm not stuff? Saying he's smart, but I mean he is willing to sacrifice himself. <laughs> yes to open up oh so weekend. when bb8 does it it's a sacrifice when r2d2 does
0: it it's because he's not smart and he's <laughs> I, screwed I, up. I assumed it was implied
2: that the puppy's dumb so <laughs> like, puppy is, is a hero with a heart of gold but he's pretty you know he's not always that smart yeah uh r2d2 i just he's so capricious and it, uh, moody and i know he's doing his mission but sometimes you just want do you want to shake him like just shake him a little bit not a lot though but
0: doesn't that make for a more him. doesn't that make for a more interesting character
2: yeah i'm i'm totally if
0: you do have a moody
2: droid i, am on board. I would go either way i love both of them um i obviously have like childhood nostalgia for r2d2 that, right. that can never mm-hmm. be undone i was obsessed with him as a little kid i did enjoy the ewoks but that's on me i was a child <laughs> I was a girl <laughs> child fair enough um i loved r2d2 and i still love r2d2 um but there is also something – I feel bad for BB-8 that I feel like he has taken some of the ire of the more modern uh, Star Wars bashing. Yeah, that's not when fair. When I feel mm-hmm. like it's entirely undeserved. He is an excellent character and an excellent, loyal droid.
1: I, I yeah. agree with you. I think he is great. I'm excited to see him in the next movie. I, you know, the current trilogy that that is in, in process mm-hmm. lacks the sort of cartoony character for the kids – which yeah. I'm happy about. I think BB-8 is a good in for a kid because he's a, a cute droid. Yeah. But also mm-hmm. serves a function. In Last Jedi, he fixes like five different problems <laughs> with Poe Dameron's ship at the yeah. same time. Like he lowers yeah. himself. in addition to being a navigational computer, he lowers himself in and is fixing stuff. Yeah. Which, which you assume R2-D2 to be doing as well. Yes. But But you actually get to see him in action so you can see how capable he is. I, I Do you think wh- – what do you think BB-8 is loyal to? Is Do you
0: think BB-8 is loyal to the mission, the rebellion, Poe? Ultimately, it's um, Poe. Mm-hmm.
2: I think he and Poe mm-hmm. are a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Poe built him right. Like, he's Poe's droid, and Poe loves him, and he loves Poe, and it's really, really lovely. But I do believe he – because he loves Poe so much and because he knows that Poe's priority is the mission – he would prioritize the mission over Poe if he had to.
1: Do you think if Poe defected to the First Order that he would be like, "All right, let's go set fire to Ray"? Or yeah. do you think, he... <laughs>
2: "Go find me that black paint, yeah. spray paint me up real good"?
1: Do you think he would have a <laughs> crisis of conscience?
2: Uh, I think now that he is bonded with Ray, also, mm. like maybe he would have a crisis of conscience because I do mm-hmm. think, and he's met R two, and now they've had their little moment where. This is it. BB eight rolls in with this extra bit of the map and then R2's suddenly, Oh, how was I asleep? Was I out for a while? <laughs> I just went to sleep for a minute. Hey guys. Here's I'm my back bot. <laughs> now. Yeah, here's my bot. here's the map. Here's Luke. Uh, I guess oh, you were waiting for this? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Has he been missing for a while? What?
0: <laughs> let me let me ask you another question about loyalty. I think if it came down to BB eight having to choose between Poe's life and the rebellion. What do you think he would choose? I
2: think he would choose the Rebellion because he would know that that's what Poe would want him to choose.
0: Mm, right. I don't think R2-D2 would have a second thought about choosing no, the Rebellion. <laughs> he,
2: would, he would probably, <laughs> if it was a between saving Luke's life or saving the Rebellion, he would shoot Luke in the face. <laughs> he, he would do it without a second thought. If it was um, say this by Ewoks, do you know what would have happened at the end of Jedi? Yeah, he would have
1: been fine. He would have just- <laughs>
2: been like, let me start the fire for you guys. Yeah. I have this quirky little thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go.
0: Um, there, I, I, I have another point in BB-8's favor, and that is locomotion and maneuverability. Mm-hmm. Um, because his method of moving just a lightning-fast ball that inexplicably can roll across sand, right. but that, like... That speed, the 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 agility, the maneuverability of just a perfect sphere that can do whatever it wants.
1: One of my favorite uh, scenes, though, from A New Hope is uh-huh. watching them go to the hangar. They go down steps to get to the hangar where the Falcon's being kept. And you see R2-D2. Like, you, if you wonder how R2-D2 deals with stairs, you see it. Because, you know, BB-8 will just roll down them. his head will yeah. pop off and then it'll magnetize back on no problem. But R2-D2 is, mm-hmm. like, shimming, Like, you see how he <laughs> deals with stairs. And it's, it's a weird, a like, yeah, through. it's a weird shimmy, but he makes it work. He, like, I I guarantee you, he doesn't want anybody to help him. He's like, no, I could <laughs> do cause that. He's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> he's a
2: cat. Yeah. He's like, I got up the tree, I'll get right. down the tree.
1: Yeah. Get away.
2: Yeah. I mean, and that's one of my favorite BB-8 moments in, I think it was in Force Awakens, is when he first, we see him go down some stairs and it's really heavy. Yeah. There's like a, and it's such a good special effect. I thought that was so smart because one of my big problems with the prequels was the special effects made everything look really light and easy and flimsy. And I know yeah. that's the technology of hmm. the time, but that was one of my absolute favorite moments from uh, Force Awakens when he rolls down some steps it's so heavy and clunky. I was like, oh, I believe he wa- he's weighty. I believe yeah. there is, like, heft mm-hmm. to BB-8.
1: Yeah, you get a sense of him, yeah. a really good sense and of it re- him. And
2: it made him feel more real in that, w- in that little tiny moment.
1: Let me ask this. Okay. I, and i Does it put R2-D2 over the top for anyone else besides me uh, the sequence of Return of the Jedi where he appears on the deck and fires a lightsaber out of his head and you realize <laughs> that everything that <laughs> he has done has been part of a master plan and by design. So he knows that he's going to get assigned to the sail barge. He knows that everybody else. He knows where C 3 C-3PO is going to wind up and he's able to be exactly where he needs to be. For it's
2: just so many assumptions, maybe the movie. coolest, uh, yeah. Wait, look,
1: <laughs> this is a lot. This is canon,
2: clearly. Mm-hmm.
1: But you know, this all of this was by some design, yeah. obviously. Uh, just that sequence.
2: I, I, lo- I say I love him and yeah. I love R2D2. And yes, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. I just, I, it's hard to compare because obviously he's been in our hearts a lot longer and existed yes. a lot mm-hmm. longer than VB8, but I'm like. Who knows if BB8's got a lightsaber? That's true. He can have all kinds of things in yeah. there. He can have- I know. It's just that it's that spirit to me that makes the difference of R2D2 being, like I say, cat-like. And bb 8 would just hurl himself into it regardless. Yeah. Like maybe it not by design. Maybe he doesn't know if he can fix it, but he's gonna do his best.
1: What do you think,
0: Mark? Um Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that we have so much more canon of R2D2. Uh, I think what you were saying, Hal, um, about having that lightsaber inside him, it does, uh, it does, that gels well with, uh, with the version of R2-D2 that is in, I realize this is also not canon, uh, William Shakespeare's Star Wars, if you've ever read those. Have you ever read those, Lindsay? I've
2: not read those. No. I haven't. It I know is, someone it is the story of
0: Star Wars as, they're wonderful. And now you know two people who have.
1: Is it your uncle? It might be. Um, <laughs> my uncle
0: Richard. Oh my God. This, uh, this, this uncle, is he, is he in the room? I'm not there. Is he in the room just I, I with his arms folded, like shaking is. his head? I
2: feel like he is.
1: He's never far. Oh my God.
0: He's never far. Um, but in those books, R2D2, uh, speaks eloquently. He delivers many soliloquies throughout, uh, and speaks to, uh, to, a lot to destiny and fate, and how this is his destiny, and he is ready for it, and it is all predetermined, and he is
1: on this path. It's very Calvinist. I don't know that I buy That's that. I, I would reject. I reject that as canon, but <laughs> I like that it exists. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: I, I do.
0: Oh, you wait. You reject William Shakespeare's <laughs> Star Wars as canon? Yeah, I reject it, Mark. It's yeah. hard to believe. Uh. What do you think the bard has to say about that,
1: Hal? I think he can he can he can put his Avon right up his Stratford, right I mean, upon his Stratford. I mean,
0: I know here. that you I know that you also reject George Lucas's "Loves Labor's yeah, Lost." So. I'm not a fan of that either. <laughs> I understand,
2: but I yeah. did enjoy his Midsummer Night's Dream. That
0: is a revelation. <laughs> yeah. It's Classic. wonderful.
2: Uh, yeah, I think it just all boils down to this idea of R two having his mission mm-hmm. and adhering to the mission mm-hmm. regardless and just a single focus and that's all he's focused on is achieving this mission with BB eight. Yeah. I feel like it is much more of him being just good hearted and brave and throwing himself into it regardless of what it is. I don't think he knows necessarily what the end mission is. He's just like, this is what they need me to do right now and I'm just going to do it. Hmm. And it's, you know, which one of those yeah. is more is the best? Is it something that adheres to its mission and maybe sometimes is a word I can't say, but also a <laughs> sociopath? Or is it the the good hearted, kind spirited, heroic, brave little soldier who's just doing his best?
1: Isn't 2 2 a little bit of a protector though? I mean, if you think about it on Dego Ba, he's the one that yeah, alerts he, Luke.
2: He is when it's in his. Please,
1: Italian American Ba. Sorry, Italian American <laughs> Ba, where. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I, I, that I even thought that that was – oh, so good. Oh. I just want to enjoy sorry. that for a second.
2: Let it sit. Let it sit. Oh, <sighs> take a deep
1: breath. There we go. Uh, yeah, he, he is a protector. He is. In some ways. And
2: don't get me – I'm not saying it's – I'm not trying to make it negative. I – myself would i mean you really loaded that question Lindsay. To. like right. i i'm i'm a sociopath and a cat um, <laughs> i mean you can't see me but that's i have a cat yeah um, this is true i mean i definitely would put, if i had to choose. wait
0: wait to bury the lead yeah. you're an actual real life like, cat i try to
2: keep it to myself but yeah, yeah. um Fair but yeah enough. I, it's her business <laughs> it's no one's business uh i i would definitely put myself in that camp of like i have a mission and this is what i'm gonna do and i you would have to like Forgo certain things. I'm, I am not a puppy human. Mm-hmm. I'm not a throw myself into a situation and try my hardest and help everyone But is else.
1: that what you that wish you were? That
2: terrible. Uh, no, it looks like such hard work.
1: But you're glad that BB-8 exists. Yes. You're glad that, that yes. exists in the world. And I love that's him not for you. it. Because I, I
2: feel like if I had to choose, no, would I? Because this is it. Maybe this is how we decide. Which droid would you choose to have as your droid?
0: Who would be your wing droid? Oh. Um... For me, it would be R2-D2 because BB-8 seems like he is always following, Mm -hmm. and R2-D2 seems like he looks like he's following but is actually leading.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Good call.
0: Um, And if there were things that I wasn't certain about, if I was unsure about my mission or what was going on, I could look to R2-D2 more than I could look to BB-8, because I think BB-8 would be like, hey, buddy, your guess is as good as mine, but I'm on board. Let's do it.
2: Yes, exactly that.
0: (laughs)
1: Will you straighten my antenna? (laughs) Oh, you will. Yeah. You have to. Oh, Oh, his little antenna. I think I agree. I think I would rather have R2 with me. Yeah. Also, because he might have a lightsaber in there that he'll shoot in the air that I could catch. But
2: he put the thumbs up. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't have the thumbs up. Yeah. I... If my romantic choices have taught me anything, is that I shouldn't make these choices for myself. Uh, because I will not choose the right one. Because uh, I feel like BB 8 probably would be better for me. Because maybe he would be more positive. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I know ultimately I would choose R2D2.
1: Well, then there you go. I think we have our decision. So. I think so. The sociopath cat. <laughs> People of the world, your droid sociopath cat is the winner. R2D2. You knew it was going to be one of these three yeah.
2: i mean I, nobody's that should
1: be. nobody's hope look i'm glad you liked rogue one and i'm glad you like solo those droids weren't winning Whoa. they just didn't have enough no. i love alan tudyk he's A great wall
2: of bridge incredible yeah
1: also incredible mm-hmm. but it's r2d2 the, yeah. the greatest think of all the things. Yeah. i mean he's been he's been in every single movie
2: yeah
1: all of them yeah. He's he's he central. The old- he's the Fred Willard of this universe.
2: He's the only character that came out clean. Yeah. <laughs> Despite being in all of the films.
1: And he keeps his friend C-3PO alive, even if it means shoving him off of a skiff yeah. and we've into the sand. It. We've all thought about it. Yeah. We all, we've all wanted to <laughs> shove him. I'm sure Archie, Archie was like. really wants to kill C-3PO. Archie's like, just <laughs> not keen.
2: That's my takeaway. Just not keen.
1: Archie's like, if I shove him the other way, he'll fall into the Sarlacc. <laughs> Nobody would know. It could be like, beep,
2: boop beep, beep, and they'd
1: be like, it's fine. And
2: they would just get you another one.
1: That's right. But he stays loyal to his friend, R2-D2, the greatest Star Wars droid, asked and answered, Lindsay, thank you for being on the show.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. It was so yeah. much fun. Oh, my
1: gosh. It, this was a blast. We'll do it again when we're all in the same room Yay. and cover definitely cover something else. Thank
0: you so much for oh, being here.
1: People great. should be listening to Tights and Fights, which we are both yes, on. Yes, please do not Pokemon familiar beauty podcast yes some of your books what books do you want to uh, plug Tell- uh, i
2: have a book out now that you can buy called one in a million uh i hear it's funny it better be <laughs> took, a, took a bunch of time yeah uh so it's a book of one in a million and i have a children's book coming out this spring also called cinders and sparks which you can pre-order now
1: there you go get all that information and you're, right. you're at lindsay kelk
2: i'm at lindsay kelk all over the place
1: everywhere easy with an e yes. not an a people yes. Please, she's a proper British lady. <laughs> uh, this topic is settled, but there's so many more out there, and we want to hear from you. So send us an email. We got this podcast at gmail.com. And how about some droid gifts at facebook.com forward slash groups? forward slash we got this podcast
0: or you can reach out to us on twitter at we got this tweets or check out the maximum fun subreddit who knows a
1: tiny thumbs up bb8 flame war might be happening right now thank you to our special guest producer for this episode julian burrell of tights and fights fame and our regular
0: yeah thanks julian yes that's a pretty low bar you have for fame right there (laughs)
1: Let's <laughs> take it where you can get it, man. Take it where you can get it. This is the podcasting world. Just take it where you can get it. Uh, thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Eric Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein
0: and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners, for giving us this opportunity to sit and talk about stuff that we love and to get real nerd deep on some of these droids. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoy. Talking. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Agliardi. Mark Agliardi,
1: I'm Hal Loveland, and don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this.
2: Maximumfun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.